Greetings, Ben Murray here with another edition of Sess Metric School. Welcome. So today talking about the cost of expansion ARR. So as our go-to-market team scales and gets bigger, it usually becomes more focused. Maybe we had that sales rep who was landing new customers and also expanding existing customers, but then eventually we split that up into two teams and we have the classic hunters versus farmers or the new business team and the expansion team. So we can calculate, of course, the cost of acquiring total ARR, blended ARR. We can calculate the cost of new ARR. And in this episode, I'm going to focus on the cost of expansion ARR. So what do we need to calculate the cost of expansion ARR? First, we need our fully burdened sales and marketing expenses coming off our SaaS P&L. So when I say fully burdened, all wages, taxes, benefits, bonuses, commissions, travel, paid ads, conferences, swag, etc., CRM software, all those expenses attributable back to those two departments should be coded to those departments so that they are fully burdened. So we're starting with the true expense for sales and marketing. Now, a key step in this process when we calculate CAC, when you calculate CAC payback period, no difference here when we're calculating the cost of expansion ARR, we need to allocate our sales and marketing expense between new and existing efforts. Now, that number can be very subjective sometimes, or sometimes we have some logic around it to allocate that expense. For the sales team, I like to allocate based on headcount between new and existing sales reps. And then marketing is a little harder. Usually I have to talk to my marketing lead to understand where they focus their efforts, where they've dedicated their budget and resources between new and existing. Now, once we have that allocation, and generally I see it 80% new, 20% expansion, down to 60% new to 40% expansion. Now, of course, early stages of SaaS, it could just be we're going after new customers. That's it. It's 100-0. Now, if I don't know that number exactly, but I know we have two distinct teams, I usually use an 80-20 split so we don't overburden our CAC. And then that results, of course, in skewed CAC and CAC payback numbers. So we do that allocation and we do it every month. That number could change every month. It's an important assumption. Next, we have to pick our time period and the average sales cycle. So what's that period of measurement to calculate the cost of expansion AR? Are we doing this on a monthly basis, on a trailing three month, on a trailing six month, trailing 12 month? We have to understand our average sales cycle. And let's just say that's six months. Then I'm going to aggregate the data over a trailing six month basis for sales and marketing expense, of course, allocated, and the net expansion ARR that we landed in those six months. So we have matching between that expansion ARR and the allocated sales and marketing expense. So what we come out with then is the cost to acquire $1 of net new expansion ARR. Now, oftentimes this number is less than a dollar. So say, for example, a cost of 60 cents to acquire a net expansion ARR dollar. So once we have that calculated and the data proves it out that expansion ARR is more efficient to acquire, cheaper to acquire. So once we've calculated that, we're calculating every month, we're forecasting the number, and then we can benchmark our performance. Of course, I go to benchmarket.ai to benchmark my SaaS companies, my SaaS clients, and then we can see how we're performing against our peers. Are we above? Are we behind? What do we need to do to improve that number and to make it efficient? So a little bit about the cost of expansion ARR once we have two distinct go-to-market teams between the hunters and farmers. So love this metric and highly recommend that you 
implement this metric in your SaaS business. And I'll have a link in the show notes to a blog post that covers this metric in detail. Thanks.